Hello humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is June 9th, 2020. It's been quite a while since I've done an episode of Exposing Isolation, and I don't actually know um, if this is even the, still the same podcast that I want to keep continuing. Frankly, I don't even know if I still want to do a podcast, but I do get a lot out. Personally, I get a lot out of speaking my mind um, and recording it. I am very blessed to have a wonderful husband that will talk to me about everything that I'm thinking all the time, but he's a person and he has his own thoughts. And so I don't get to just say whatever I want for 10 to 15 minutes. And that's what this is. So a little bit of a check-in, where am I at in my life? Um, still in quarantine. Um, Thomas, my husband, has been home from working as a clinician in Seattle where he has an office. Um, he hasn't been to the office since, I think, March 13th, maybe March 20th. So it's been nine weeks, 10 weeks, something like that. Anyway, it's been a long time and we've had a lot of time to think about um, us and our future and what we want to do. And the work that he has learned how to do as a clinician working in Seattle, which has a pretty big homeless population, is fairly diverse um, is struggling with drug addictions like any other major city. Um, and yeah, has a lot of really good resources, but people need special help like anywhere, I guess. Um, and he is what they call a level one clinician. So that means people that, he is working with often are struggling to function on a daily basis. And I've definitely been there. Um, it would have been nice to have had a, a Thomas um, as he is now um, when I was struggling as I, I had been, but things kind of come full circle. I think in a lot of ways, he may have never gotten into this work if we hadn't learned everything that we learned while we were homeless and mentally ill uh, and struggling with all of that. And now he's working with mentally ill and homeless people and really helping them in ways that his bosses are surprised about because he doesn't even have a degree in anything mental health or therapy related. He has a bachelor's degree in business management. Um, and I also don't have a degree in anything um, health or uh, therapy related. I have a degree in anthropology and social studies. So modern applied cultural anthropology, including history, political science, and economics. So the fact that the two of us ended up being emotional alignment coaches, facilitators, therapists, not really even sure exactly what to call it, um, is really just our own personal journey coming to a head. I don't know if that even makes sense um, or if that even just sounds kind of gross. Um, but the two of us grew up 
with strikingly different forms of um, narcissistic abuse. Both of our experience can be categorized under the header of narcissistic abuse, but how that presented, what we were trained, what programs were instilled in us, um, what we're having to learn now, what we're unpacking, what new programs we're instilling, what kind of parts work we're doing, what other healing modalities we are using on ourselves and each other, very different. Um and the kind of therapy that we offer, what we're calling emotional alignment, um, is the most intense, hands-on, real, human-to-human kind of experience that I can possibly imagine. Um, he's already doing it for the most part with some of the people that he's currently working with. Um, but in general, or I guess not in general, um, I feel that the work that we're planning on doing going forward is somewhat different than the work that he's currently doing with his clients and that we're getting more focused and we're getting more intense and we want to be more specific about who we're going to work with in this next phase because not many of Thomas's clients that he gets from the agency that he works for can handle dedicated emotional alignment sessions on a regular basis. Thomas is still doing a lot of like clinician, like clinical work in terms of housing and um, skill building uh, resources um, habit forming kind of, uh, exercises. Whereas emotional alignment is when you're ready to face the parts of you that you're afraid of. Um, emotional alignment is when we get in there and we start asking hard questions and answering hard questions and, uh, witnessing the pain and doing something about it. Um, also witnessing, holding space for unpacking and ultimately, hopefully, um, adopting, um, some of these great wantings that we all have within us that we ignore, um, when we really want something, we really want to be wearing certain things. We really want to look a certain way, you know, that whole aspect of it definitely plays out a lot um, when we don't give that to ourselves. We don't look the way that we want to look. Um, that can be something like the clothes, but it can also be people who are not living out their authentic gender presentation um, and everything in between. We also have things that you might like um, that you don't want anybody to know that you like, and that can be really painful and that can create emotional wounds and sores in our energy selves that it just, you're not functioning how you want to be functioning. You're not the person that you want to be. You're not spending your time doing the things that are your things and people don't know you for who you really are. And if any of that, if you can relate to that at any level, 
um, the emotions that you're experiencing and how you, you know, your perspective on those emotions are going to be a lot of chaos and a lot of pain and you're not going to be what we call aligned and alignment, you know, maybe is harmony, peace, um, conviction, clarity, you know, a lot of these things that we really want to search for, but we often look for outside of ourselves, separate from ourselves. Um, we often create plans and then do everything that we can to utilize willpower or other techniques to basically push ourselves or force ourselves to stick to whatever plan we made for ourselves instead of having an exploratory journey, a discovery process, and an adventure to finding who we really are and living that as authentically as possible, which is hard and difficult and not what we're taught. And we're actually taught the opposite. And we are essentially brainwashed all the time to conform and question ourselves and think less of ourselves and buy things to fix our problems. And basically the cards are stacked against us. Is that how that phrase goes? We're really not um, encouraged much to do what I'm talking about. Thomas and I are not common in our pursuit of doing this work on ourselves and each other, nor is it common that we would be doing the work that we're doing and offering it to the public. Um, there are definitely other people out there who offer emotional alignment sessions or people who uh, believe that emotional alignment is valuable. Their exact definition of what emotional alignment is varies from person to person and it is slightly different than what Thomas and I believe and we're still working to articulate accurately what we believe um, but for us in essence emotional alignment or the state of achieving emotional alignment is like reaching the, the top of the mountain and up there you have the ability to harness all of your wants, desires, needs, passions, identities, experiences, uh, certifications, uh, trainings, education, um, everything that draws you forward. And you can harness all of that together to get where you're trying to go and you're not working against anything. Thomas describes it like a tug of war. If everyone was pulling together instead of against each other. We all have aspects of ourselves that we feel work against other aspects of ourselves. And when we can bring all of that into alignment, when all the voices in our heads and all of the feelings in our bodies and the knowings that we all have access to, when that all lines up, that's where the real magic is. And that's what um, we're trying to do. So Working on that, making progress with that, just wanting to take these few minutes to do my best to explain what's going on and uh, pretty proud of what I said. I think I'll take a break there and maybe I'll catch you on the next one. Don't know if there'll be a next one. Not sure what's going to happen next, but thank you for listening to this nonetheless. Bye.